it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. I'm finding mysterious things on my desk, speaking of true crime. I don't know what that was. I just touched it, and I kind of wish I didn't. (laughs) Does it involve murder? Or maybe dirt or poop. (laughs) I don't know. Good. I assume my cat tracks something in. Probably murder. (laughs) (laughs) So, Uh, how are things? You have a sinus headache or sinus pain. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Being indoors for 24, 25 days is apparently affecting my health. Oh my god, you're like the kid from the secret garden. I can't stay inside. I'm meant to be outside <laughs> moving, not what was indoors. What was that kid's name? What was the kid's name that needed to get outside? Um, is it Colin? Probably like <sighs> Tristan or something. Mimsy? <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> it's definitely a Nigel. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I've never, I just feel like a blob of nothingness, and now my sinuses are hurting. Everything hates me. Well, you have to get out for walks. I, like, I would be thriving if I didn't have a toddler in this quarantine thing, but I am not thriving. It's You're anti-thriving? I am the (laughs) anti-thriving child poster person whatever poster child see i can't even talk uh that'll make today's episode really fun um okay so now we're resuming we just dropped our audio so sorry guys (laughs) nothing is thriving (laughs) nothing is thriving not even our internet no which we have good internet too so it's probably me probably affecting no we've had weird stuff today oh you're your sinuses are infecting the mm-hmm. internet as well. That Probably. Makes a lot of sense. It would make sense. Because <laughs> nothing makes sense, so why not? Yeah, it checks out. I've done the math. <laughs> Before I share news, I need to share that all of our new stickers have been sent out to our new Patreon to all of our Patreon members because we wanted to make sure that all of our Patreon members got to get our new sticker. So if you want to a new sticker you should also check out our patreon it's really awesome yeah you get a bunch of extra episodes tons and you also get a badass new sticker that i'm looking at right now that i want to plaster on everything in sight same i really really like it it's so cute i know it's so good i'm i mean i feel like i'm complimenting myself but at the same time i didn't draw it so I'm not. No, it's awesome. Tis amazing. It's amazing. So my news today is not normal news. It doesn't come from any news source except for my cousin. (laughs) She wanted me to, well, she said that I could share this. And to me, it was, (laughs) I think if anybody could understand how crazy making this is, the situation that happened to her is, it would be you. Oh, no. Because you are in a situation with a young, with a young baby. Mm-hmm. So on Friday night, um, and she lives in LA. Okay. Um, this is my cousin Clarissa. I'm, I'm nervous. Shout out, Riss. <laughs> we love you, and I'm gonna laugh at you because we laughed today on the phone when you told me about this. She woke up. I think it was Friday night or Thursday night. Um, 
And she and her husband, thankfully, both still have their jobs. They're working from home. It's all good. And she woke up at about 2 o'clock in the morning smelling something that she thought was gas. And she was like, oh, my God, we have a gas leak. She was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. It was this really strong smell. And she was like, oh, shit. She's like hitting her husband. She's like, wake up, wake up. We got we to gotta figure out what, what this is, where this is coming from. He's like, oh, my God, what is that? They're like sniffing through the house, sniffing the, the heater. Um, they're renting the place from her parents. So they, you know, called my aunt and uncle. And they're, they're like, what? Oh, my God. My husband just interrupted this story to tell me that a fluffy cat is in the backyard <laughs> making eyes at my cat. <laughs> Ew. Important news. <laughs> anyway, so back to my story, Sean. So my uncle comes down to the house at 2.30 in the morning on Thursday or Friday. Oh, no. And he's like, you guys are idiots um, or whatever. Uh, that's a skunk. They never and smelled it, a skunk before? It was so unbearably strong that they couldn't even detect the smell. Because it, what the skunk had done is that it made its way under their house and it sprayed at the front door and the back door. And the way that Ron described it, because he was like, I've never smelled. Like, when you drive by, unfortunately, like a dead skunk on the side of the road, it's it's a smell, but it's not this. What? He, like, it's it was so strong. Like, it must have, like, exploded its entire bladder on their house. Because the <laughs> whole place, they couldn't even stay there. Because it was making everyone nauseous. Oh, my God. How horrible. So it sprayed under their front door. And their back door. It covered all the entrances. It's like, <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> exactly. Oh my so, God. Why? He must really like the place. <laughs> he's like tortured my cousin where she's like running late to get somewhere and it will go run from under their house to under her car. And she's like, huh. Like it, it terrorizes their family. Why? He doesn't want him to leave. <laughs> Stay forever. So, <laughs> so he sprayed under their front door, which they have a closet in their front, like next to their front door that has like leather jackets, ski jackets, like things that cannot just be washed and hung out to dry. Mm. So they're like, fuck. And then their back door has their laundry room. So they can't just like wash things and hang stuff to dry because their whole house is permeated with this smell. <gasps> no. And the way that Ron described it, he said... It's something like right before you walk into Bigfoot's den. It's sweet, but has an underlying stench of death. Like overcooked <laughs> garlic and onions, but dead animal stench to it underneath. Oh, my and God. My cousin said she feels like she's describing the exact opposite of a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so all of this to say, okay, yeah, that sucks. But we're in a crisis situation right now where all cleaning products are gone. No. There's no Lysol. Is there there's some no, like there's no peroxide in the DIY stores. way there's to do no, it? Well, peroxide would have been her way, but there's no peroxide. Like vinegar or something? There's no vinegar. LA Yikes. is stripped bare. <laughs> oh, so no. she went she, she went to Target and somehow got boxes of like uh baking soda, but she still needs peroxide. So anybody in the greater LA area, uh, if you have extra peroxide, hit us up. I, I have somebody who's been skunked that uh, really needs your help because she's like oh, man, desperate because her baby woke up and he's woken up several times before because the skunk has sprayed near their house and it's pretty bad. 
but oh it's never been God. this bad He's where it so like angry. sprayed the house. Ugh, I can't even imagine. So, Riss, I'm really sorry, but That's it a really bummer. made me laugh today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sorry no. for laughing at your misfortune. <laughs> Erica is just sad for you because she has a baby and knows uh, how much. What's up with that skunk? <laughs> Chill out, dude. He's a doucher. Oh, what a stinker. Literally. Ugh. Oh, man. That's crazy. That must be bad. No, it's really bad because my family, we're pretty tolerant of things. Like, we can we can handle our shit pretty well, but there's nothing to clean it with. There is nothing. She can't go to this. Oh, oh. And to add insult to injury, exactly one week before this incident, she had her house professionally, like, like her carpet's professionally cleaned. No. Her whole house. She's so maybe like, the skunk was like, oh, it doesn't smell like home-ish anymore. I gotta stink <laughs> it up again. I gotta help. I gotta really do a good no. job on it. She's like, fuck, that was like $300. Like, Damn oh it. God. Oh, poor girl. That blows. Oh, God. Yeah, anybody in the L.A. area that wants to help my cousin, she's a sweet girl. Oh, man. You'll do an update on that. Yeah, we will. I want to know what happens. (laughs) But really, though, if anybody wants to email me, um, our email address is nightguyspot at gmail.com. Let us know if you have any extra peroxide or suggestions for (laughs) de-skunking. Man. Dude. No. Well, I don't have any kind of news like that. <laughs> Please give me I guess I'm glad I don't, though. <laughs> um, what I have is kind of a, it's not really an article, but it's a fun little blurb about um, 13 of the most strangest uh, haunted, creepy objects that are on eBay as of a few months ago. Yes. So I don't know if they're still up there, but who cares? Um, <laughs> I don't, so no Describe one else Describe them to me. <laughs> the first one, uh, dolls are always interesting. Um, <laughs> this one is a Princess Diana doll. It says, Oh, I it, appreciate it. It might doll. be the strangest gift with purchase ever. Just get a necklace what? off the seller's hands and you can have a creepy doll with the ghost of a 13th century Libyan courtesan trapped in it for free. Wait, how does that happen? How does that happen? I don't happen? know. If it helps, the courtesan supposedly spent her life in an upscale brothel and chose to hide in a Princess Diana doll. And has the power to control other spirits. Ooh! So she could maybe get rid of a pesky poltergeist. What? Okay, so if you buy the necklace that is displayed on this haunted item, you get it for free. They're trying to sneak that in real nice and and easy. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so how do they know this? And why would they get rid of such a useful ghost? Yeah. Because to me, that sounds like they're trying. That's great. That's like... uh... They're trying to play up this ghost. It's really shitty. You know that. Yeah. Right? She's not. She's the worst. <laughs> you know she's a douche. <laughs> so crazy. What? I mean, oh, the de- the necklace isn't even that great. What's it look like? Describe. Cheese, cheese puff. That's what it looks like. No, it's just not. An e- it looks like a fake toy necklace unless that's just the necklace that's on the doll i can't really tell to be honest <laughs> maybe it's the doll's necklace either way <laughs> buy a necklace and get a haunted <laughs> courtesan potentially a helpful poltergeist potentially potentially a total asshole ghost. i mean i've never heard of that like one ghost getting rid of another 
Yeah, but yeah, I, or I've not heard of it where it's uh, it, like possessing a thing and then it does. I don't know, but what? I've heard of like I, I've it's um because it's attached to the object. I've never heard yeah. of that, like them being helpful. Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't assume that that would actually... Or not helpful, really. Happen. I'm just more used to hearing the stories that it's like, here is, there's a spirit that lives in a house, and, like, I've heard stories where they're, like, protective of, like, the family or kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard of that, but I've never heard of that where that entity is in mm-hmm. a object. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I wonder if I could find out if anyone bought these. I'd love to know more. Um, yeah, what okay. else is for sale? <laughs> a Nightmare Stormtrooper. It what? says, empty stare, check. Soulless eyes, check. Spirit trapped inside with a capacity for giving you blood freezing nightmares, check and check. <laughs> Not Seriously? that Stormtroopers don't already induce those feelings in the Rebel forces, but the seller says this Buh. plastic version will firebomb you with images of a house in flames and nightmares with a man screaming while trapped in the same burning house. What? That's horrible. Is this one person? I want to know if this is one person having a recurring dream or if this is like a whole household of people and guests. Awful. It sounds like just one guy. If by this, have dreams of a house burning with one guy screaming inside. Also, what they don't tell you about the stormtrooper is it's Harrison Ford when he's in disguise. What? Yeah. It's his face. They took the helmet off. It's an action figure and it's his it's stormtrooper <laughs> regalia <laughs> um oh that's awesome yeah it makes it better since harrison ford haunting your dreams <laughs> i really enjoy it all right these um next ones are asylum knobs Oh my goodness. What does that even mean so i'm assuming they mean doorknobs i'm not sure uh, asylums are some of the most haunted places in the world, and considering the torture that passed for medical treatments back in the day of ice pick lobotomies and whatnot, it's no wonder. Um, that- I want to write these these uh, ads. <laughs> for real. Um, you can probably imagine these literally open the doors to some disturbing procedures that sent screams echoing through the entire place. The seller warns that after the asylum was abandoned, there were whispers of strange lights at night and horrid noises. They're definitely not um, they're definitely not the decorative knobs you want for that antique feel. So this seller went into an abandoned place and stole, the, stole the knobs. That's that's just bad juju on uh-huh, uh-huh, many fronts. Uh-huh. Yes. That's stupid. All right. Let's do this one. <laughs> this is the headless nun. Oh. <laughs> While Where the face of the nun in the nun is scary enough, sometimes a nun without a face <laughs> is even scarier. Woo-woo. This doll was decapitated and dismembered to symbolize the breaking of her vows. You can't really what? blame sister for wanting to hang out in the days when girls are just sent to convents against their will. <laughs> who, who I don't did know. This, this doll? Maybe after she fell from grace, she felt she still <laughs> needed to stick around to avenge herself. Have mercy. Oh my goodness. She's like one of those little like cupid looking dolls where the eyes shut if you oh, lay them yeah. down but yeah her gross. head is straight up off huh wait does mm. the head come with yeah oh so it's just like a body and a head mm-hmm mm-hmm that's just annoying then you have to keep track of both yeah 
Okay, I'll end on this one because we could maybe post a picture of him. There's so many. Um, this guy's called DeGrunt. Oh. He looks like Bigfoot. Oh, <laughs> But like a plaster, like, face. The rest of him is fuzzy. No, his toes are too. <sighs> He's strange. It's terrifying enough to look at already. <laughs> so at that point, the seller probably just figured it didn't matter that this relic of the 80s mm. um, had a dark voodoo ritual performed over it. It moves on its own without batteries and might have caused a tornado. <laughs> oh, that's a strong... <laughs> that is... <laughs> that's a big old gamut of things. <laughs> moves on its own. Tornadoes. <laughs> they just casually threw that last part in there. Yeah, they did. Wow. The tornado thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's not ugly. He just is fun. <laughs> what does he look like? Uh, like a Lord of the Rings uh, dwarf. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I just Googled him. <laughs> oh, I like him. He's, he's like, so, He's got a lot of fake hair. He looks like he... Okay, so he's hairy, but he looks like he has like a plaster of Paris face, hands, and feet. Mm-hmm. And he's got a little stone tool hammer. Yeah. What is DeGrunt? <laughs> I mean, it's an apparently an 80s thing. Uh, I'm... Well, we were born in the... I mean, we're way younger than that, but I mean, you know, maybe we know some stuff about the 80s, but... <laughs> yeah. He's kind of... I kind of like him. I think oh, he'd I like grow him. on me. I like his red eyes. Yeah. And his ombre orange to green face. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. Tornadoes? That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, that's skilled. If anyone's ever bought anything haunted off of eBay, like, I would love to know. Yeah, so one of our listeners offered us a doll and i was going to take him but then sean was like no that's a really bad idea (laughs) and if anything bad happens we're gonna blame it on this doll Mm -hmm. so someone else took it that means they blamed coronavirus on it well what's crazy is that that was offered to us in what december or something I don't remember. Or December or January or something. And I know that if we had taken that doll and Sean's dad ended up having his stroke, we would have blamed it on that doll. Oh, for sure. And then the coronavirus and all of this crap. So <laughs> maybe oh if you took it, Corona wouldn't have happened. And his stroke wouldn't have happened. Great. No, not that. I mean, <laughs> Corona. <laughs> I feel like that seems like something a haunted doll can cause like. Pandemics. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it goes together, right? That's logical. That makes complete sense. Total sense. Because <laughs> we're scientists. <laughs> so much science involved with this. <laughs> we do science regularly. We do science all the time. That's why I have my sinuses are hurting. Too much science. <laughs> <laughs> They're practically the same thing. They are. I mean. Science says so. <laughs> a couple of letters difference yeah sinuses (laughs) makes sense to me me too well again we're scientists so (laughs) (laughs) so guys we decided not decided the wheel decided the wheel spoketh (laughs) spake Uh, that we are talking about abductions today. And last time we had said, you know, abductions of any kind. And then on our Patreon episode, we decided we're going to talk about alien abductions because Erica hates them. But also, children abduction stories are just too sad. 
and that's always what it is or you know women or men or oh whatever. yeah people like people going terrestrial mis- abductions yeah not extraterrestrial oh, humans abducting humans is just it's so much of a downer and it hurts my heart to read yeah. about At least- I mean, we, we still talk about Lori Vallow but yeah oh man just because that woman's a wackadoo i can handle one child abduction case at a time (laughs) yeah it's too much so we're talking about alien abductions and we're going our our usual route of finding some well did you find reddit stories or no i didn't do reddit yeah i didn't either because i I love reddit stories they make me happy yeah, we live we live for our Reddit stories, but today like Reddit stories remind me of like meeting someone random like at a bar and you guys just start talking cuz why not? You're like waiting for your friend to arrive and they're like, "Hey, they, here's the story." And they story. finally arrive and you're like, "Dude, I've been talking to this weirdo." Yeah, and that's they what told they me about. That's like what they are to me. They're like bar talk, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> so I found a website called uh, just abduct.com. It is the world's oldest and largest research website into alien abduction and UFO experience. And they have people's testimonial stories, just like stuff that's happened to them. They have interviews. They have all kinds of stuff in this website. And it's one of those really cool old looking websites that was Fun. M- made in, I believe, 1996. I'm not joking and I'm not trying to be funny. Like it's got an awesome repeating cloud background Ooh. it has a little gif of a ufo zipping in and out of the clouds <laughs> cute. <laughs> it's cute probably I love took it. them like 17 hours to get that thing to like <laughs> go it would me if you're keeping this website going since 1996 and it's simply meant as a form and inf- informational good for you for keeping it this long yeah and, and yeah. for just letting it do its thing so i think that's cool. i've got some stories from there where do you have stories from everywhere and nowhere you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay all right <laughs> <laughs> i can go first if you want sure go for it um let's see where i've got, does this I've one got like four from? or five little short ones okay mine are they're not long but they're kind of longer um okay they can in be between these you can be the you can be the the cookie and i'll be the filling Ooh, oh my god uh this is from ufocasebook.com also kind of a dated looking website ufocasebook.com i want to look it up um well this article is this um our story i guess i don't know oh this is another amazing looking website yeah i I dig it bookmark all of these i I like it 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 makes me feel nostalgic me too it makes me feel happy and like when I there's like no ads there's no like it's just a straight up here is yeah the info well there are Enjoy. some ads but they're shoved over to the side they don't float over the the picture or anything yeah, they don't lock no you out ah it's so good I <gasps> dig it oh god and they have that key shaped UFO that we that talked about on the Patreon weird. I hate that thing I hate it I don't like that. Look that up, guys. There's a UFO craft, whatever, I guess. It's like a skeleton key, and it's vertical. Like We talk about it in our Patreon, but ugh. that thing was, oh, it gave me the heebies. I did not it like it. It still does. I don't like it at all. I'm so freaked out by UFOs, and I would rather see a regular saucer than that thing. <laughs> I'd be like, like, just please let it be a flying saucer. <laughs> not that key. <laughs> sorry continue. get away from UFO me Facebook. i'm sorry i totally interrupted <laughs> you <laughs> no no okay so this one's called the buff ledge abduction 
Buff Ledge of Dover. Okay. Buff Ledge. It's a really muscular mountain range that is no. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> that held on six pack. style <laughs> rock surface. Um, <laughs> Pouring more wine. Oh my god. Um, go. Let's see how well I can read this with my eyeballs hating me. All right. So. August 7th, 1968, only oh seven years after Betty and Barney were abducted, oh. the New England states would again host an alien abduction. Sounded like you said alien. Alien abduction. <laughs> With an M. <laughs> I, now I'm going to only say alien. Alien? <laughs> I can't even say it right now. <laughs> Jesus, this is going downhill fast. Cheese its Okay, go. <laughs> Carrying on, Buff Ledge Camp in Vermont would be the site of a visitation by four four UFOs, which would appear, Ooh. make revolutionary aerial maneuvers, and alter the lives of at least two young people. Buff Oof. Ledge was a girls' camp located north of Burlington on Lake Champlain. During their tenure as summer camp employees, Michael Lapp, a 16-year-old maintenance man, uh wait okay he's not a man yet <laughs> he was 16 and he was at a girls camp oh no loving life oh and he's, my god he's a maintenance guy he's got keys to all the things wait and this was in the 70s mm-hmm. 68 oh oh no 60s even worse naughty things happen there that's, <laughs> Summer of that's love. A dirty camp <laughs> uh and 19 year old water ski instructor janet cornell they were relaxing in a boat dock on a slack day relaxing um, uh-huh <laughs> he's like i got the keys to uh the back <laughs> back janitor closet let's go <laughs> show you my cleaning supplies you know what I mean? <laughs> what's going on oh my goodness on this particular august afternoon the swim team had a um had a trip sorry the writing was wrong um the swim team had a trip to Burlington to compete in a meet and the camp was virtually deserted. Okay. Late in the afternoon, the two friends were enjoying the view of the sun setting over the water friends. when a bright light appeared in the darkening sky. At first, Michael thought they were being treated to a beautiful close-up view of the planet Venus. All of a sudden, the glowing <laughs> light began to move downward and ever closer to Michael and Janet. The oh. object, at first, a round glow with it now began to flatten out as it came even closer michael shouted Mm. wow venus is falling (laughs) what michael stop sniffing chemicals (laughs) venus is falling i mean i mean like what the fuck if venus is falling you've got some problems bro things are going very poorly um so scary as the two steadfastly watched the light, three smaller lights seemed to drop from the larger one, Ooh. which quickly moved up and disappeared from sight. The three okay, smaller... P- pause for a second. When that happens in movies, even if it's a movie that I'm not scared of, it gives me the chills to it's watch gross, something you're like, and grow into something much larger and much more... Men- or not even larger, but just yeah. more easily spread out. It gives me the heebies. because well, it's like hate it. you're already trying to come to terms with one thing being horrifying, and now it's just <laughs> divided up more and you're like no, i no, no. there's like maybe a glimmer of hope in your mind if it's just one thing and you're like no i can hide pops from one. out three babies and you're like no <laughs> well i'm dead hope is is dead <laughs> right now three times over 
so okay, horrible. Sorry, continue. Uh, the three smaller objects began to move over the lake. They were Mm-mm. obviously under intelligent control. The Ooh. objects put on a show for Michael and Janet, doing zigzag maneuvers, loops, and then descended like falling leaves. The three Ooh. objects now moved even closer to the baffled teenagers. After forming a triangle, two of the object pu- objects pulled back. Michael would later recall a sound. He said it was like a thousand tuning forks when the two left the third craft alone. <laughs> Brong! Mm-hmm. The one remaining UFO passed over Michael and Janet, then shot upward and momentarily disappeared. It very soon reappeared, tilted to one side, and dropped into the lake. A couple of minutes seemed what? to pass before the object reemerged from the water and began gliding straight toward them. Oh, I'd throw oh, up everywhere. Oh, no. The object Why are was... they still there? I don't know. I don't know. As soon as it goes into the water, I'm like, that crap's coming toward me. I need uh, to get away. I would just kill I mean, myself. I'd, I couldn't. I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. <laughs> and I don't take saying that lightly. Like, I don't think I could. I can't do this. <laughs> like I've, I've lost I mean, all I ability to fight, cope. I but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, I wouldn't. I, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. Uh, I'd probably hide? I would pass out from fear. Oh, for sure. I get tired to the point of almost passing out when I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. So... Just throw some fear in there? No, I'm gone. Uh, I'd pass out like those goats. Oh my god, we're fainting goats. <laughs> Sorry, Janet. I'm out now. Bye. <laughs> Hope this works out when I wake up. I like how you're the dude in this story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Continue. Uh, Sorry. Um, the object was now close enough to see a transparent dome occupied by two childlike creatures. Ew. Michael would describe the beings as having elongated necks, big heads, no hair. Oh, my goodness. And their eyes were also large and extended around the side of their heads. Michael began to what? sense a kind of mental communication with the two beings. This part is really creepy. Watching them intently, Michael slapped his knee. And to his surprise, one of the occupants mimicked his movement. Uh-uh. Michael slaps his knee, sees the same movement of one of the aliens who are in the dome, like, driving mm-hmm. it. It, like, Ew. are they connected? Ew. That's really really scary or were they trying to just communicate because they're like oh they slapped their knee i'm gonna slap my knee but why just that one movement i don't know (laughs) maybe they thought it was a greeting and he's like oh he's saying hi he speaks our language (laughs) no (laughs) pop pop (laughs) um the craft now moved directly overhead and shot a beam at michael and janet What? grabbing janet's shoulder michael pulled both of them on their backs on the dock Suddenly, Michael was overcome with fear of being kidnapped. He remembers screaming, we don't want to go. The light from the beam was so bright that Michael recalls being able to see the bones in his hand like an x-ray. The two teenagers both later related that the beam had a liquid feeling to it and (gasps) gave them the sense of free floating. Their next conscious thoughts would be that of staring at the object again from the dock. The sky was now totally black, and Michael wondered how long it had been in this one spot. Looking at Janet, he could see that she was in a trance-like state, drowsy and disoriented. They now heard the welcome sounds of the swim team returning from their meet in Burlington. The UFO now moved upward into the black sky, flashed its light beam repeatedly, and then vanished from sight. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. 
strangely, Michael and Janet did not discuss what had happened to them. Not now and not for the next couple of weeks when the camp season ended. Like, they're not talking about it. That's awkward. By the way, did one of your dogs just growl at the other one? Uh, <laughs> no, it's Punky. He's exercising a demon. Aww. And he's good. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe the strange things they had seen over the lake this evening were just optical illusions. Maybe they weren't. After their summer camp jobs were over, Michael and Janet went their separate ways. Of During... course they did. <laughs> <laughs> During the next five years, Michael rarely ever thought about that night I, he's like i'm done with it no more but in time he began to have disturbing dreams dreams about being kidnapped mm. abducted against his will the dreams would come like they did then the dreams would vanish like they did okay fun sentence um, okay um it would be 10 years after this experience that michael made a decision to contact the center of ufo studies and search for answers investigator walter webb was assigned to the case and after hearing michael's story suggested he get regressed during michael's hypnosis he vividly recalled his experiences on that night he remembered how the beam of light lifted him into the craft's interior interior how he entered a bigger craft and how he saw janet lying on the table being examined the oh, small no. being shined a light into her eyes, scraped her skin, and took fluids from her body. The aliens, uh-uh. he said, all looked alike and had those large eyes, a mouth without lips, no ears, and two small openings for a nose. So it's like grays. Michael yeah. also described the beings as having three-pointed web-like digits for fingers, and their bodies <gasps> felt damp and clammy. Ew. That's, I don't like, I don't like that. I don't like the clam. Uh, the aliens yeah. related to Michael that their mission was to make life like ours other places. That's what he, that's a quote. What? Oh, so they want, so maybe they're trying to make aliens, like hybrids? Make life like ours in other places, I guess. Yeah, so they're trying maybe they're to. they're trying to do hybrids, hybridization? Maybe. A lot of people think that. Hmm, Could be. Janet also underwent the regression, and her descriptions only went to verify Michael's. She recalled feeling cold on the examining table with something pulling her hair and pinching her neck. (gasps) That's mean. She probably got a little tracker. The abduction of Michael and Janet certainly falls within the general pattern of abductions reported by many others. Hmm. Um, To confirm the facts of their fantastic story, Webb located several other members of the camp who had witnessed the strange light. Um, on the oh. same night two other employees reported a similar experience which had occurred earlier that same summer when they observed unidentified flying objects hovering over the lake for about 20 minutes although Michael and Janet's experience was not reported for 10 years after the fact it is still one of the more document- documented cases of alien abduction okay so I'm curious if that camp is just a hotbed for abductions. Like if more people have stories from that camp, but they're like too afraid to come forward or, yeah. or because I, I can't imagine that it would be just that summer. Yeah. Because well, they're, someone they're else going after too, young there, people. So. It's they're weird. Going, yeah. They're maybe it's they're like, Oh, this is a great um place to get like our test subjects. Yeah. Oh, it's always so strange to me that UFOs like to go in and out of water. I don't like the water thing. I don't either. I don't know why. Like, I think it personally, I think it would be very cool to have like a hybrid vehicle that goes from the air into the water. But for some reason, if an alien does it, I'm like, I'm not okay with this. Get out of my seas. (laughs) I don't don't like that. Get your own ocean, alien. 
<laughs> Get out of my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> my stories are a little different, but that one was cool. I mean, that one's really creepy. Yeah. It's I don't I mean I don't like it, but I like it. Not fun. It's fun. It's fun, but I hate it. So that's a good time. <laughs> So on this website, <laughs> and I'm going to start at like the older ones and go to the newer ones. I'm going to tell a couple and then have you tell me your other story. Okay. And um, hmm. again, I haven't really, I've sort of skimmed these, but I haven't deeply read these. Because okay. Because I wanted to be as surprised as you. Ooh, fun. This one's someone asking, so a lot of these stories, I need to explain, a lot of these stories on this website, they, these people are trying to get verification or validation about their stories they're trying to figure out if they experienced like a waking nightmare an abduction a ghost something or other but they're really just trying to see if anybody else has had similar experiences right so this person posted in 2010 saying i am 18 over many years i would periodically have problems sleeping and i felt anxious usually when this would happen i would sleep in my living room with television or lights on in a or in a room with someone else. There are a few times that stand out. One of my earliest was when I was a lot younger. I went into the living room. It was Christmas time, so the Christmas tree was up and the lights were on. I also turned on the TV. Another occasion was when I was watching TV and fell asleep in the living room. My brother was also asleep on the other couch. <laughs> a third occasion was when I felt anxious and scared, but slept alone in my room. Though there have been many more of these... Um, these are the most significant. I have regressed a lot through my dreams and meditations, and these are the major, these three are the major ones. On the first one, I had laid down in my room, but I was so scared that I couldn't go to sleep. I went into the living room where the Christmas tree was up and everything. I cut on the TV, and I can't remember, and I can remember that I Love Lucy was on TV land. Ah. Hmm. I went to sleep still feeling very nervous. I regressed much later several things that happened later on in the evening i opened my eyes to two grays standing in my living room looking at the christmas tree as if they were trying to figure out what it was even tinkering with the ornaments or oh. i don't know if i'd ever be able to look at my tree again <laughs> no more trees <laughs> then they turned their attentions to me at first they stood there just looking at me then they came towards me walking slowly the last thing i remember was one got close to my face with those eyes i cannot remember beyond that the second occasion i spoke mm. of my brother and i had been watching tv i had gotten off of a hard day's work so i fell asleep really fast i told my brother to leave the tv on well he didn't mm. i woke up and realized I could not move. I was on my stomach and was facing where my brother was on the couch, but instead I saw something standing over me. I tried to scream, but the scream was muffled. I tried with all I had to move, but I just couldn't. The moonlight illuminated the gray's skin faintly. There was a flash of light. My brother woke up and I heard my muffled screams, which soon turned into loud screams. He ran over to me thinking I was having a bad dream to wake me up. And I asked him if he saw the creature. He said he had not. But when mm. he walked over to the window and told me that he saw a light in the sky, I looked and I saw it as well. He asked me what happened and I told him what I had experienced. I'm really curious to think what his brother thinks. The third occasion happened when I slept in my room in the dark, even though I had a bad feeling. Oh, trust your feelings, bud. Mm -mm. It was much like the previous account that I woke up and could not move. I saw two beings in my room, their shadows just visible in the dark. There was one standing behind me, or beside me, and another at the door. The one beside me was rather small, but the one at the door was tall. Oh, I don't like that. I don't know why I don't like them all being... I, if they're not the same size, for some reason, I'm really freaked out by oh, that. yeah. Because, like, one's in charge... Like, one's the brains, the other one's the enforcer or something. I don't know. I just don't like that there's two. <laughs> or, any or any for that matter <laughs> i don't know how but i moved my arm and rolled myself out of bed and they ran toward the living room which was well lit i don't like that they run 
You don't like that they move. <laughs> no, don't move. I don't like that either, actually. <laughs> Just go. Just I got up place. and ran into my door way to see um to see nothing. I then felt dazed, went and sat on my bed, held my head in my hands, and this encounter was less than a year ago. Now to my questions. Has anyone else experienced anything like this? Also, my brother has a very strong fear of extraterrestrials. Hey. Yeah, I bet. And anything of the like. He constantly sleeps in the living room or with a light on. Do you think he's had some experiences himself? Please let me know. I mean, these people... What's nice is that people will respond on this site and they're very kind. Yeah, they're there for the same reasons. Well, these people are like, you know, thank you for sharing your experiences. And then they'll tell like a little story about themselves as well because if they've experienced something they're trying to help normalize it and make it a little less terrifying or you know at least be like you're not alone um so this one is 1987 oh it's called the ilkley moore alien photograph i guess case it's an abduction this one's supposed to have a photograph and i think it's horrifying i'll show you it at the end it's it's just I hate. I it. need to see this picture. I'm like I hate really it excited. So much. Okay. Oh, so I'll just read this because I'm gonna black out from thinking about these aliens too much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them so okay. much. I don't care if they know it. Um. So this one starts with a tiny little summary. It's an extremely compelling account of alien abduction that took place in '87, and. Ilkey Moore, Yorkshire, UK. It's a unique mm. case which may include one of the very few photographs taken of a live alien being. What? Mm. I need to see this. The main oh. character and only witness of a UFO and alien being is one Philip Spencer, a retired policeman. He mm. claims okay. to have been taken aboard an unidentified flying object and snap one photograph. Awesome. Good for you, bro. No kidding. Yikes. So... Mm. I think I'm I think I'm saying this right. Ilkley Moor is very much like you would expect, a place of mystery and intrigue and full of legends. <laughs> there have been I wanna go. <laughs> I know. There have been Let's a go. number of reports of UFOs don't wanna go over the area. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that I'm out. Along with the odd lights that seem to come and go. The lights shining through the dense fog can play tricks on the mind. There are two mm. places where planes come and go. Menwith Hill Military Base and Leeds Bradford Airport. Some of the strange sightings in the moor may be attributed to plane lights, but they will not explain what happened to Philip. I like how you're like, I'm so upset. (laughs) I am very verklempt right now. Oh, boy. Uh, It's always so much scarier when they're like, uh, officer or military or somebody like, who's in a place of responsibility scientist specimen like what? those kind of people specimen <laughs> are often abducted often <laughs> Very, all the time right now one a minute <laughs> that's a statistical fact everybody it heard it here first mark and... it write it down <laughs> sign it in blood um okay spencer had worked as a policeman for four years in another location but to fulfill his wife's wishes to be closer to her family he had moved the family to yorkshire spencer was taking a walk across the moor when december sorry one december morning to his father-in-law's house and he was hoping to take some photographs of strange lights so he already knew about the strange lights. And he yeah, I guess like, he'd I'm seen them. Let me get my camera 
I'm getting out of the in-law's house. (laughs) He had loaded his camera with ASA rated film to get the best quality pictures he could in the less than perfect lighting conditions. He could not imagine what was soon to befall him. (laughs) Spencer also brought along a compass to help find his way in the early morning hours before sunup. Oh, I bet that compass went wonky. It's it's spinning. He was (laughs) attempting to get some good angles for his photographs when he saw a strange-looking being through the fog. The small being was on the slopes of the moor. Spencer took aim and photographed the small creature. He felt that the being was attempting to wave him away from the area. Oh, no. He's like, it's like, go away. I'm trying to help you. You're about to walk into the bog. Stop. <laughs> the Stop. Bog. The bog of eternal stench? Yeah. He's like, dude, it reeks here. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I'm being forced to. Don't join me go <laughs> um uh, whatever the being was it ran away oh it runs <laughs> erica's so upset and <laughs> wanted to run she's like fiddling with her necklace at she least it's running away <laughs> run away oh but then that's scary because then it's like oh is a meaner alien like behind spencer and the little one's like no go 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 <laughs> oh so he's trying to help him he's like an alien he's bro. like you're he's not listening bye <laughs> run 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 <laughs> uh spencer wanted to know more about what this strange being was and what it wanted <sighs> no nope. curiosity he took off trying to catch up to it later he would state that he must have uh, he must have just acted on impulse as he had no fear of the unknown entity at the time as he ran toward the being he was stunned to see an unknown flying craft with a dome on top rising up from the moor grounds it soon disappeared into the sky He was not quick enough to photograph the UFO. That's okay. The photograph that Spencer took of the creature on the moor was very blurry, but it is still quite evident evident that there is some type of being present. The word being is scary. The word being. (laughs) I don't like it. The being very much resembles the so-called greys of UFO legend. Spencer waited for a time to see if the UFO or alien creature might return, but all was quiet. Why would you wait? Get out of there. He began to make his way to the nearest village to get his photograph developed. As he did, he noticed that his compass was pointing south instead of north. Mm. Arriving at the village, he noticed that this uh, that his watch was an hour behind. <gasps> no, lost, lost time is time. the scariest. No, hate it. The photograph that Spencer took was first analyzed by a wildlife expert. He concluded that whatever was in the photograph was not any known animal. There is no way to ascertain if the subject of the photograph was a living creature or not just by looking at the picture. A recreation of the mm. setting of the photograph was undertaken, and it was estimated that the creature was about four feet tall. Mm. Not that I have anything against short people. I just, it's a creature. I don't know what it is about tiny ones. I don't like them. Uh, but didn't you just say you don't like tall ones either? I don't like any of them. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like it when they move. I don't like it when they breathe or wave it. People or That's run? Not, oh, running's the worst. Um, <laughs> it is. It's not okay. I because uh, you know that they can move fast. Yes. Uh, I want to. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I would rather it run than like hover over to me. I would. My eyeballs would explode in my face. 
If it like if it, levitated, glides over feet off the ground. What if it runs faster than you can run? That's why I don't like it. Okay, because that's the thing that scares me the most because I am a slow motherfucker. I am not fast. No. I am like a land slug. I just, I guess if they run, it means they can't fly. I don't want it to fly at me. <laughs> I'm I can't. pretty sure they will not fly at you. Why? They levitate people. Why can't they do that with themselves? Mm, that's true. Mm. So yeah, Kodak was the one that <laughs> analyzed it. Uh, they concluded that the object was indeed part of the original shot. It was not added in after the fact. Oh, that's cool. At least they got it. Yeah, so it professionally. is real. The photograph was then shipped to America to be enhanced by computer and further analyzed. Dr. Bruce <laughs> Maccabee, optical physicist, man of science with the United States Navy, gave his expert conclusion. He oh. said, I had great hopes that this case would prove definitive. Uh-oh. Sadly, Uh-oh. circumstances prevent it from being so. What's up, Maccabee? No. Spencer made no money from his photograph and relinquished all rights to the photograph to UFO investigators. Wait, but he's from the Navy? Is this a conspiracy? This sounds like a conspiracy. A conspiracy. Sadly, circumstances prevent it from... What are the circumstances, Bruce? Mm. Navy physicist man. Sounds very fishy to me. Yeah. Okay. In conclusion, there have been (laughs) numerous theories and much speculation about this photograph because of the poor lighting conditions present on the moor at the time the picture was taken. It was not possible to get a complete and definite (sighs) conclusion. But with Spencer being a well-respected man and not giving and not given to making up stories, it can be said that Spencer lost about an hour, saw an unknown UFO flying object hoo-ha in the sky, and took a photograph of who knows what on December first, nineteen something eighty-seven. Ooh, that's creepers. So I think it kind of looks like Swamp Thing. And by looks like, I mean like how it stands. Its arms are super, super duper long. Not Ooh, a very long like torso. And like it's, like it's pelvic bone looks like it's like literally just that. No muscle on it. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, his arms are long. Yeah. That is a very blurry picture, but that's also really creepy. Yeah, you see it. I mean, it's not a, like a tree or branches he's got like such a wide thigh gap that's yeah i think that might be there's the most no disturbing muscle. part to me <laughs> there's no meat on that thing's legs <laughs> uh-uh. mm. i don't know oh, like no. it i give it a zero out of five stars <laughs> <laughs> will not return <laughs> i believe it earth thank you but zero stars <laughs> that means i definitely believe <laughs> Oh my god, that's so gross. I don't like it. That can run fast. That Ew, is not you know fun. It can. Ugh. Hmm. Well, I have an abduction story. Okay. By somebody. Perfect. It says need information and or input. Since okay. I was sixteen, I have experienced intense vi- intense I've <laughs> had too much killing blood. it. Uh, intense visions and violent end days premonitions. I have been shown things ranging from Earth being invaded by multiple races of aliens to weird first person images of me or whomever I am seeing through the eyes of engaged in a battle on either a foreign planet or in either the Christian heaven or hell. Wow, this person's got 
some crazy imagination. I like it. I do too. Um, This happened literally out of nowhere. And when I came to, I had written everything down. That's smart. I've experienced this all the way into my 20s and 30s. But what has been happening as of late, I cannot explain without sounding insane. I have a very, I have had a very interesting past two months. And this happened in 2017. On the night of July 20th of this year, my wife and I experienced a weird situation. We live in a two-story, two-bedroom townhouse, which really freaks me out because my home is that. <laughs> it is only myself, my wife, and our daughter. Starting after we all or starting after we all called it a night and went to bed at around 10:30 p.m., my wife and I went up to our daughter's room to check on her. She was sound asleep, and we walked down the hall to our room, popped in a season of South Park on our <laughs> Blu-ray player, and passed out. <laughs> cool. I like your style. She could not sleep, so we went downstairs to our living room and proceeded to watch Netflix and then fell asleep. Sometime after midnight, there was a mass power outage. According to her, she opened her eyes after hearing a loud bang and saw only darkness, which has happened to me on several occasions because up in NorCal, <sighs> Transformers explode. You've had that happen, right? Near All the time. All the no. time. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't. No. Okay, I was like, I mean, don't. I do, but no, it is not. I haven't experienced that. You haven't had that happen? Mm-mm. Oh, that happened at my dad's like all the time. Ew. For some reason, the transformer would always explode right across the street from our house. Yuck. It was really lame. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, la la la. According to her, she opened her eyes after hearing a loud bang and saw only dark. She laid there for a moment and once her eyes adjusted, there was a small figure about three and a half feet tall in front of her. <sighs> she was in fear of what it was and froze. After a moment, she managed to open her laptop to light up the room, and it was gone. Oh. Mm. I don't dig that. Mm-mm. After a few moments, she states that our daughter woke up and left her room. According to her, there was a very bright white light emitting from my bedroom door that quickly went away. Hmm. I would wake up around 1.45 and to realize what went on around august 7th around 10 35 p.m so mm, about a not even a full month later my wife and i would go to bed she leaves the room about 20 minutes later because she couldn't sleep poor thing um about 12 15 12 30 i wake up to the feeling of being thrown off of something yeah in our room there is nothing beside my side of the bed and i fell what felt like eight or nine feet to the floor oh my god Whoa. <laughs> oh no screaming a blood curdling scream as though i fell from a further distance when i came to my wife noticed three long scratches on my back and two longer scratches on my left side to go along with a large bruise on the lower part of my left side that appeared to look like a small fist or a foot Mm. oh no she took several pictures to show me as i typed this the bruise still emits heat as though it happened just today august 8th so the next day at 1 a.m my wife says she rolled over and saw a tall gray figure hovering over my body and vanished that one no they're doing what i said i don't want hovering i just said that guys erica said no hovering so you gotta stop (laughs) she saw a tall great figure hovering over my body and vanished when it saw her look its way (laughs) i feel like if this happened to me i'd be like fine be here but put your feet on the ground don't level up. I don't need it. <laughs> You're scary. Uh, August 16th, my brother's birthday. At 9 a.m., I woke up to a violently loud, high-pitched electric laser-sounding whistle ringing in my left ear. 
Mm-mm. When my eyes opened to see what it was, I was frozen on my Why side. Why open them? I don't Leave know. Leave them closed forever. <laughs> I don't want to see this. I was frozen on my side and surrounded by a Punch blinding the white air. light. Eyes closed. <laughs> it was so extremely painful. When I tried to scream, I could not utter a sound at all. Oh, man. And it hurt, too. Uh, I don't like that. Annoying noises are scary enough. They don't need to hurt, too. These are mean aliens. See, the ones that hover are mean. Yeah, they're just there for torture. Ew. Since this stuff started happening, I've periodically had moments where I would be stopped dead in my tracks and thrown into dizzy spells due to the high-pitched whistling Jesus. in either of my ears. I've been experiencing intense feelings of deja vu and paranoia that just happen at random. And yeah. And visions have been getting crazier and more vivid. Any feedback, similar experiences or opinions are welcome. I just need to me- I need to have some sense made of this. And what I really hate about this is that nobody has left a comment. No. What year was this again? 2017. No one got back? I'm going to look. I'm going to double check. Oh my no. god, no, no one's left any comments. They're like, oh no, he's got hovering aliens. We can't comment. <laughs> no, that poor person. No, no, no. No, dude. Oh. <sighs> yeah, that's awful. That's terrible. Can ghosts make themselves look like aliens? Hmm, I don't know. I feel like only ghosts hover over beds. Why would an alien do it? They watched a movie with a ghost and thought they'd give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I read this last one to you? Because does it involve someone know. kicking an alien in the face? I want that story. Where's the story where someone was like, come at me, alien. And they like, yeah, I had an encounter. They had an encounter with my fist. <laughs> I don't want that person. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <sighs> okay, give okay, me your last so one. Tonight, I had the strangest, strangest experience in my life. I saw images that were stick-like and gangly, laying in suspended air. Why things. are they hovering <laughs> <laughs> under a red tweed material cloth? <laughs> why is it Wait, tweed? Why? What? Why is that so detailed? I saw dim uh, circular lights all above my head and a, sh- and a shelf over my head with a big circular light that used in dentist offices. I heard languages of different origins before I heard English. <sighs> Suddenly, I was laying on my left side, my left arm and left leg stretched out to full length. All of a sudden, my fingertips were numb and the numbness traveled down to my left fingers, hand and not so on to the bottom of my left foot. I began to feel... This person sounds like... Okay, well, anyway. I began to feel my feet and my leg and arms being moved and felt as if I was being examined. I began to fight and resist, and I was being grabbed from the back by one Mm -hmm. of the beings. He wrapped his arms and legs around me like a rubber band, (laughs) began to squeeze tighter and tighter. him with the right stuff. Began to squeeze tighter and tighter, (laughs) draining all my strength. He got the student team. Speech and energy out of my body. Mm -mm. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about that story. (laughs) Why? I hate it. It scares me. Because they just want to, they just want to give them hugs. They don't know, they don't understand hugs. No. <laughs> I just hate that that other story didn't have any responses. Mm. But I have to say that people will still post stories, or they've posted stories up until mm, let's see, 2017 was the last time that anyone's posted a story on here. But I'm finding that a lot of people are not leaving comments. People are just looking for help or for mm. some kind of corroboration or 
Yikes. validation that or something. That is so scary. Because that's what I don't get. It's like, if you have an experience like that, what? who do you talk to about that? Not a lot of people want to hear that. I mean, I guess you can go to MUFON, but MUFON's just a reporting agency. They're not going to like help you get through it. Yeah, you got to find a experiencer group. That's crazy. And it just makes me sad that this discussion group has basically gone dead as of 2017. Hmm. So if anybody listening has a story and they want to help out other people, they should check on abduct.com because these folks have been waiting for responses for years. Oh, There's so many with no responses. Yikes, that's scary. That just, oh. I don't know why that freaks me out more than anything. Is that people are reaching out for help and they're not getting it. Yeah, that's horrifying. Like, what do you do? I believe all of them. Unless somebody has a book that they happen to be selling at the same time their story comes out. Otherwise, I believe them all. Most of these people are just, they're like, I don't want to tell anybody because everyone that I have told, so like, you're crazy. There's also something about telling it makes it have more power too and more real which is more Mm -hmm. scary uh never ever want anything to do with any of that well should we spin the wheel and find out what we're talking about next week yeah not (laughs) hovering aliens (laughs) (laughs) that erica wants to punch and kick ever destroy want an alien hovering near me ever (laughs) <laughs> all right i got the okay. wheel i got the all wheel right. play that diddy crossroads oh so there's a lot of lore and things that happen on crossroads devilly crossroads yeah I'm intrigued about this. This will be good. I am too. When did you add this? Someone suggested it. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, someone. Yeah. Whoever that was. <laughs> Sorry that we don't remember. Alien 543. <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. Join us next week when we talk about Crossroads. Or you can just join us tomorrow when we talk about another mm, quarantine something or other. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Do you have anything else to add? No, I got nothing. These aliens took everything I had left to give. <laughs> Hovered away with it. <laughs> they floated it out of your body. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> I did not consent. Seriously. That is the worst part, is that there's no consent. Should get a tattoo, like, right on my chest if anyone alieny ever gets near me and I'm out and it like or on my arm and it's like no consent to aliens or you know what I mean like cannot touch body <laughs> cursed if you're alien and you touch <laughs> I like this idea uh-huh yeah it's brilliant to me that could be good we could get matching ones yeah because I also do not consent I know consent <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm interested in aliens way more than you are, but... Second hand. But I'm interested... Third hand, actually. Second, (laughs) third hand. I'm interested in reading stories, hearing things. I don't particularly want to experience it myself. No. I particularly do not. (laughs) As we've discussed previously, I am like a fainting goat. I will not handle anything well. (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm.
Erica will just go full porcupine and attack everything yeah, all around the, her. I'm just go. Yeah. <laughs> Comicazi. Quite the quite the dynamic duo. <laughs> I am not helpful at all. <laughs> I'll just drag you down. Uh, at least if you fall over, I can outrun that. Yeah, that is true. Okay, excellent. Don't worry. If I'm passed out, I will leave you. All bets are off. That's okay. I'm okay. I might throw like some dry leaves over your body so they can't see you, (laughs) but I'm leaving. Any attempt, even if it's one leaf, all like a cat after it poops in the ground, like (laughs) kick, kick, yeah, kick. kick. (laughs) I'll just do a few little chicken scratch flicks of dirt onto you and (laughs) book in it. Bye, (laughs) bye, bye. You'll wake up with, like, dirt and leaves in your mouth. Like, why? And then you've been abducted because you ran? Probably. They're like, take the runner. (laughs) Oh, that one passed out? They're weak. I don't want that one. No. (laughs) See? Fainting goat has its its advantages. Does it? Mm. Yes. Okay, guys. Join us next week Mm. when we talk about Crossroads. Oh, God. I already forgot. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. (laughs) Cool beans. Uh, This is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay, bye. Bye.